what do you need from your money? Like, what do you want? What do you desire from your business? Like, what life is your business allowing you to live? Hello, and welcome to another episode of Money Makers. It is so lovely to have you here, to have you joining me pretty much every week. Sometimes we don't release a podcast, but mostly we release a podcast. So yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you to those of you who have left reviews. Before I get into the rest of the episode, I would so appreciate it if you would leave a review. If you just want to give us some stars, that would be ace. But a written review would be amazing. If you don't like the podcast, well, turn off now, because why are you here? Save yourself the time. And also don't leave me a review, it's fine. (laughs) But if you do like it, I would love, I would love a review. So I wanted to talk about something today that I have been observing for a while. I think I've made some bits of like Instagram, TikTok style content about it, but I haven't talked about it on the podcast. And it might be something that you've noticed happening too. So the last few years, I don't need to say like, this is going to surprise exactly nobody that it's been a ride. And I think what was so interesting is that the pandemic I think put a number of things like it sped up a number of things that we were going to get to anyway I think it has transformed our relationship with the online world and I think that is still something that's in flux in progress because we all dived online right like as soon as pandemic hit as as soon as lockdown specifically hit We lived online. Now, some of us have lived here for a while, (laughs) but everyone was online. And I think it's given us, like, having spent that time on, on the internet, on social media specifically, it's led us to a point now that I don't think people would have got to for a while, which is this, we are being more discerning. We're growing up around this stuff. We are starting to, ouch, our relationship with social media, our relationship with you know in the online business space with coaches and with the programs we sign up for there is just a new level of discernment and I'm here for it like I really want to say this is something that in private quarters (laughs) that makes it sound really fancy private whatsapp groups essentially has been spoken about amongst the coaches that I chat to for a long time So I'm totally here for it. But I think the other thing that's happened is a shift in how we think about the money we want to make in our businesses. And I'm seeing this a lot. And like I said, it's been rumbling for a little while. I'm seeing people talk a lot about just having a different emphasis in in where they're going. So I think before a lot of people especially like in the in the online coaching world there was a lot of like it started off when I first started my business there was a lot of six-figure chat then it became seven-figure chat and I've even heard eight-figure chat and it became like I, I remember noticing this in my own business this relentless cycle of each month's got to be better and better and better and better and always aiming for those big numbers almost feeling like and some of you listening I'm sure will have felt this Your business is not valid unless it's making six figures, which is nonsense. I mean, I could I could wait. Let's get that in right at the beginning. It's nonsense. Like there are businesses like that can be giving you. And this is what I want people to be focusing on and what I've always focused on in my work. 
is like what do you need from your money like what do you want what do you desire from your business like what life is your business allowing you to live that's the thing and for some people that will look like seven figures and for some they look like five figures and that's okay and yet we've been sold this thing because let's be really really clear it's easier to sell been sold this thing of like it's got to be more and more and more and more and it's not legit unless you're making six figures and then you're only making low self six figures oh it should be more it should be more and it's just toxic capitalist nonsense and so I'm noticing and I know a number of other people are as well these shifts I'm noticing people starting to be like huh I'm no longer willing to pursue quantum leaps massive changes like work 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 energizer bunny levels of consistency it's exhausting and we got to spend that time during lockdown slowing down really appreciating our homes missing our families mourning our families maybe living with our families too closely (laughs) as well let's not let's not forget that part for some of us but it has meant that we are looking at things through a different lens and I think the shift that it's created in the online business world is really interesting I think it's really good I do in like largely and I'm going to get on to I think it might be my next point but I do have some reservations but I'll I'll talk about those in a minute. And yet, so before I get to that other part, I think this shifting is great. But but like all things, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. So we are are still, even though we're like, huh, maybe I don't need to make the money I thought I needed to make. Maybe things could, or maybe my pursuit is not that money. Maybe it doesn't have to look like I thought it had to look, certainly in terms of the hours I'm willing to work or the amount of time I'm willing to be away from home or, you know, away from my family. And yet we exist, even with these new realizations and this new way of looking at things, we exist within a world that has conditioned us to believe certain things about money. And we've been conditioned to believe that it has to be lots of work, that we have to obey certain rules, that we have to look a certain way to get it. So what I'm observing with lots of people is, yes, this shift, but also this feeling of like, and it's quite a black and white way of thinking, which we're all guilty of. I am very, very guilty of black and white thinking. It's why I'm so obsessed with nuance, because I have to think about that shit like on purpose is People being like, well, I don't want to work as much. Therefore, I can't earn much money. Now, I want to be really clear. Like, I, I never go into a client relationship or with any anybody on any of my e-courses or programs or anything. There is no judgments on my end what people want to earn. So when I do a call, particularly on Plenty, I'll say, what do you want to earn? And we get numbers from like a £1,000 a month all the way up to 10, 12, 20, 25, 30 more thousand pounds a month and I make sure that that is a is a welcoming non-judgmental space for that because it doesn't matter what someone's aim is 
sure someone might be lowballing themselves someone else might be overestimating what they want to make what will actually sit with them and 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 allow them to live the life they want to live and we live in a world full of human beings over consuming I don't believe I've talked about this a few times I don't believe that you know as humans we need to have as much money as we think we do I also think that a lot of us need to have more than we think we do all at once (laughs) and I think a lot of us think both of those things at once we think we've got to have so much and also we think it's okay for us to scrape by so it's interesting for me to observe that like so we're, we're having this shift of thoughts we're having this shift of like aims and goals and, and and how we're showing up in our business and we're doing that in a world that has conditioned us to believe that making money only happens in certain ways and because I'm so attuned nowadays because I spend my life in this to how money stories and beliefs show up for people I feel like for some people like it's really like we, we talk about the last few years, but from 2016, things have been like, I don't know what in. I don't know what's been going on. That was when Brexit happened, Trump happened. Then there's been, I feel like I'm missing things. There's been so many things. There was various elections in the, in the UK and the Tories just kept getting in. <laughs> there was, there's obviously been the war in Ukraine. There's been the pandemic. There's the stuff going on in the States around abortion. There's There was the attack on the Senate in the States, George Floyd's murder. And I'll still be forgetting things. Me too. There we go. Like, oh God, I feel tired just talking about it. So these have been risky times, particularly for those of us that have grown up. You know, I remember the Labour, the Labour Party coming into power I remember how hopeful that felt. I know it didn't last long because then there was the war in Iraq, but still, like I, I, I definitely grew up and I know a lot of people my sort of age, I turned 40 this year, will remember feeling like we're getting there. Particularly, and I will say this, I speak as a white woman, a white heterosexual woman, like maybe, and I'm maybe not just maybe, I'm sure other people were more aware. They had, their eyes were more open than my eyes were. But I remember really believing like this is getting better. That we're on the right track. We're leaving behind these things. And so now feels like a really risky time, a really risky time. And we come out of a pandemic and it makes perfect sense that, you know, our businesses are, they, they are laden with risk. Making money involves you taking And when I say personal risks, I don't mean sort of like actual physical risks. I mean, it is risky to own what you want unapologetically. Taking up space in your message in a way that people notice, you know, being disruptive, telling the truth is risky. Repelling as well as attracting clients, not just catering to everyone is risky. To open yourself up to be seen as anything but being willing to be kind, particularly, this is particularly for women, so to be kind no matter what, that's risky. It's really, really risky, right? Like, we feel that. 
what if they think this about me what if they say this about me what happens if like it's not just a matter of like oh you know don't worry about what people think like this is deep human connection stuff so the 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 fact that we are being asked and this was always true business always felt uncertain business always felt risky this has always been true we just didn't have the societal shit show around us I mean we had one version of that shit show we had the various structures and nonsense <laughs> but now we've got this kind of current affairs style element to it and we have 24 news 24 hour news like it's no surprise that we are feeling increasingly risk averse and wanting to retreat to safety of things that we know so while I am all here for a rejigging or a reimagining of this kind of pursuit of six, seven figures, bigger and bigger months, working harder, the hustle kind of culture. So here for it. I also am aware it's that that reimagining is not happening in a vacuum. It's happening with people that may be saying, I don't need to make that money because it feels like a risk. And these are people that traditionally undervalued what they're capable of. And so all of that is existing at once. You know, it doesn't, doesn't surprise me that people are retreating into some of their money beliefs that keep them safe. And one of the clearest ones, you know, I said, like I've become like very attuned to these stories is when I hear people say, I don't want to work as much, so I'm not going to make as much money. Because, right, you have to work hard to make money. You've got to put in the hours. That's the hustle. And I just want us to bring in an and there, like to, to, to bring some colour to that, because it doesn't have to be that black and white. What if we had that wrong all along? I would argue we had that wrong all along. <laughs> not what it. You know, this idea that we have to work harder, 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 and that's where we make the money. And so if we don't want to work hard, if we want to spend more quality time with our families, then we need to work less, so we're going to have to sacrifice on the money. Now, now, absolutely, some of us are going to need to, or going to want to, not need to. Some of us are going to want to make less money. And we can have both. I don't believe that every human being, like forget women can have it all. I don't think every human being can have it all, but I do think we can have what works for us. So I've never ever wanted you to make a shit ton of money just as a blanket thing, like let every single one of you. I don't think I've ever said that, maybe I have, but it's certainly not been part of my messaging for a long time. I want you to what? To, to have what you desire. I want you to have the life that allows you to feel like, feel like you are standing fully as yourself in your space where you don't feel like you're compromising on parts of yourself because society says you can't or because you can't afford to do something or because you know whatever all different types of things because that's not we don't mark our success as humans I don't think we even need to mark our success as humans by making money or by having a certain kind of business that's not how this works the core of what I talk about has always been about you showing up as you and the magic of that. The scarcity conditioning, though, 
gets in the way of that. Like we, I was chatting with a client earlier and they were saying it's that it's this belief we're talking about what works when it comes to making more money. And they were like, it's just the understanding. I say just, but it's huge really that I can make the money I want to exactly as I already am. And actually that the things that we dismiss about ourselves are often some of the most magical ingredients to that, some of the most potent ingredients to that. The things we we are, feel shame about, the things we try to self-improve our way out of, that we try and stop doing, that we try and control, that we try and push down. For me, for a long time, that was how opinionated I am. My opinionatedness, not a word, but still go with me, is the fuel of this business. It's exactly what's allowed me, one of the main ingredients of what has allowed me to have a six-figure business, to support my family. And yet for all my life, that was commented on, that was people wanted me to reduce that. And, And subsequently, I wanted to. I'm still working on letting that out. Now, some of you will be listening to that and going, really, there's more? Yeah, I think there is. I think there is. So I just wanted to put those things out there. Yes, all here for this shifting. Absolutely, I'm here for it. And I want us to look at where are we telling ourselves? And we're going to get, I've got three questions for you. And we're going to go over those at the end. I, I want us to look at where am I feeling like if I if I continue to pursue something that actually does feel like me that does feel like something I want like some of you you don't want teams that's not where you thrive you don't want people working for you not because you're scared of showing up as as a boss as a CEO but because that's just how you work better others of you don't think you want a team because you're scared of you've been harmed by previous management You've been told things by pre- by in previous work situations that have led you to believe you can't do it, that it has to look a certain way and you don't want any part of that. And I love you for not wanting any, any part of it. And, and I'm kind of giving a sneak peek to one of my questions. I want to invite you to reimagine what that could look like. You see, it's these things where we start to tell us, well, I can't do that because that's not, I don't want to be some asshole CEO. And so I can't make that much money. I don't want to make a hundred grand because I'll have to pay VAT and I'm terrible with, with, with responsibility. Now, hang on a minute. What are we, what are we putting first there? Or I don't want to earn a hundred grand and I'm just picking a number because it's easy. I don't want to earn a hundred grand because I'll have to never see my kids or my partner or my friends. Well, hang on a minute. Is that the only way? There's just more to it, more to grapple with in this situation with these things. So as we shift from this more kind of like hustle, 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 get more money, six, seven, eight figures stuff into whatever this new kind of way of doing things is, I hope it's making money in a way that is U-shaped, that suits the individual, not suits the person selling the program. As we shift into that space, I wanted to give you three questions that can support you in doing that. The first question is, and this is one of my favorite questions to ask, 
is what does success look like on your terms? It's very, very, very easy to be handed a version of success without knowing you've been handed it, not like you subconsciously just absorb it and you don't even realize that that you've taken that on without question, that it's just passed into your subconscious with no conscious thought. Something like going to university is a key example of that, where we're told that that is the thing to do, that is the thing to do. And so we subconsciously just absorb this idea that that's that's the way you do it. That's That's the path to success. And it really isn't. It really isn't. And I, I hope and I think that's more apparent than when I went to university. But it was a very controversial thing. My parents were always very open to us going or not going, which we were very lucky about, my brother and I. I went and my brother didn't. But his teachers had a lot of opinions about His parents didn't have an opinion about it. They were like, they knew him and they knew that that was a good decision for him not to go. His teachers told him that basically he'd amount to nothing. Luckily, he's pretty good on stuff like that. So he was very robust about it. But somebody else would have been really, really torn down by that. And I'm sure some of you will have will have stories that fit into that kind of thing where you didn't. Maybe you haven't got married, maybe or or found a long term partner. Maybe you've not had children and it hasn't been by choice. And you're not hitting the societal milestones that we're told make us successful humans which just even breaks my heart that it's even a thing so ask yourself in your version of success what do things look like I always think about somebody that I spoke to that talks about how their version of success was a small house in the countryside and they were like it's not very much really and I was like you know what I think that's massive because this was, I think this was pre-pandemic, maybe it wasn't, you know, that 2020 was so long, I've got no, I can't tell how long anything was anymore, but it's such a countercultural thing to say, I don't want a big house, I don't want loads of stuff, I don't want to work loads, that it actually, in terms of your conditioning, in terms of what you need to unravel to allow that belief to actually happen, I would argue Sometimes you're going to have to do more work to allow yourself the quote unquote lesser dream because it isn't what we're told is what we're meant to be going for. It's easier sometimes to follow the path to something just because it's the next thing you do than to actually ask the question, what do you want? So I would love for you to take a step back and define for yourself what what feels like success to me. To give you an idea, what feels like success to me is owning my house. It's not a particularly big house. It's a three bedroom. I want it to have space for a garden office, probably, for me. A studio, like maybe in the cellar for my husband. Kitchen, dining room, lounge. Two two toilets. Two toilets are a must in this family. (laughs) That's a segue, but if you know, you know. So... You know, and I I want to have time to read. I always talk about wanting to read in silky pajamas, you know, like quite expensive pajamas, but like not, you know, I've seen lots of nice ones that are like about 120 mark. (laughs) And that's what I want to do. I want to have enough money to buy the books I want, 
And a lot of this, by the way, I already have, but you know, that's the, that's, that's the dream. That feels like success to me. And then coaching and getting the opportunity to coach people and having those clients come to me and, and being busy with that. That's ideal. That's success to me. It's not a certain amount of figures money-wise. It's not a certain amount of followers. It's no longer even, and it used to be more this, it's no longer even the set like opportunities that come my way. And so I would ask you to really look at that for yourself. Like, what do you want? What feels like a U-shaped life? How do you want that to look? And then ask yourself, this is question number two. Who are you with money? And by that, I mean, imagine you're hitting whatever amount it takes. Like you might have to sort of up, up it just to do the exercise. A lot of the reasons that people really are reticent to make money is they have a lot of judgments around what it means to be wealthy, who the sort of people are who have money. Uh, And and they have a lot of feelings about who they would be becoming once they have money, what they are worried they will become. And so I want you to ask yourself, who are you with money? What do you trust yourself to do and importantly, not to do? And then this next question is the third question, but it's quite closely related to the second because it's asking you, what old rules are you obeying? And this will take time, but it really relates to number two, who are you with money? Because like I mentioned before, we start to believe, well, if I have a team, I'll have to be a certain sort of boss, CEO. I'll have to adopt this persona of someone that doesn't feel like me. So I couldn't possibly do that. Some of the old rules I wrote down were, are you still believing that time equals money? The effort equals money, the hustle equals money. Do you believe that everyone has to like you, that you have to please everyone in order to make sales? Are you still believing old ideas of what a leader looks like, of what a wealthy person looks like? Are you still believing things around, you know, can you be a wealthy fat woman? Can you be a wealthy non-binary person? And, you know, you've heard me say it before, not your fault. We don't see those people. Not really, not very much. It's no wonder that we are looking to old ideas because we're not seeing the new versions yet. I think it's getting much better. And it's one of the joys of the online world that you can often find somebody. But it's no wonder that we are needing to create, literally create our own stories. And you know what? Those stories might even have to start out as fiction. It doesn't mean they can't come true. That's okay. So the questions again, what does success look like on your terms? Who are you with money? Morally, what are you going to do with it? What sort of house will you buy? What sort of people will you invest in? How will you pay your team? What sort will you have a team? Won't you have a team? What will you do? What maybe a better question is why are you safe, safe hands for money? But that sometimes takes a bit of unpacking. 
join plenty <laughs> and I can help you out with that because it's not an easy well it's not it's not that it's not easy it's just it's a deep one sometimes to get into and then lastly what old rules are you obeying what old rules are you obeying and what new rules can you replace those with what could be possible in this new with this new perspective with these new eyes on Know that all of these things are made up and you get to decide how you show up. Thank you for listening. Please do feel free to send me a DM. Let me know if you've had any thoughts or you've got any questions about this episode or any episodes. And I will speak to you all soon.